Excited for a road trip? Start it off right with auto coverage from American Family Insurance. J.D. Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid-size insurers. Get a quote at AmFam.com. American Family Insurance. For J.D. Power 2021 award information, visit JDPower.com awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. <laughs> the night is on my mind. The sun is still shining, but the night is on my mind. All right, all right, all right. Thank you, thank you. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Um, this is your host, Brian Watson, Lounge After Dark. Um, this is going to be an interesting conversation today. I got some brothers of the leaf with me. Starting to my far right, introduce yourself, please, sir. Lamont Steele. Next to him, Martin Springer. Last but not least, the man, the myth, the urban legend. Sinatra, Khalid Sinatra. Brother Khalid, yes, 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 yes. Um, we're coming to you today live from the city of Inglewood, live from Inglewood at LA Lounge. Um, Aaron, uh, he let us grace. Oh, he let us use, he let us graces. Uh, place to use his uh his lounge newly remodeled i might add newly remodeled um i've come here many a times in the past um good times every time i come here good times good good environment everybody's with the high fives and the what's ups and the you know the handshake the pound um i remember the middle section here where we're sitting now used to have a pool table and you know it used to go down back here and the front oh my god the front is awesome so we're going to try to get Aaron to come down here for a hot second just so we can pay our respect to him, letting him uh, uh, give us the opportunity to lose, use his lounge and uh, so we can have our podcast. So he's joining us right now. Aaron, what's going on, brother? Come on in the camera. Uh, we want to say thank you, first of all. Lounge Life uh, wants to thank you, first of all, for letting us uh, use your newly remodeled place. Uh, look at him. Put the shades on, brother. Cold as ice, boy. Cold as ice. Not much, not much. Just want to say thank you very much, sir. We like the remodel. The remodel is tight. I've been here prior to, so I know what the before and after look. People kept telling me, hey, no, nah, he redid it. He redid it. I was like, yeah, okay, I got to see when I get there. I walk in. I'm like, oh, damn. This is, yeah, this, this is a nice spot, brother. Yeah, I'm going to start coming hanging out with my man up in the front and doing some business through here, just kind of hanging out. I like it. I like it, brother. No, thank you. Thank you again. For letting us use your facilities. Man, my pleasure. No, anytime, anytime. Anytime you guys are looking for a lounge to come hang out, have some good sticks, some good cigars, good environment, LA Lounge is the spot. Man, I'm just trying to tell you. Just trying to tell you. Thank you again, sir. No, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. All right. So tonight, um, as we're, you know, we're paying homage to LA Lounge and we're going to really just kind of delve into the whole cigar lifestyle. You know, I got some brothers that I knew. All these brothers are part of the group, some veterans, some relatively new, but and they're different experiences as far as the cigar lifestyle goes. So just getting different points of view, what they like, what they don't like as far as cigars. Everyone has their own preference. There's no bad cigars. I've always was told that if you like it, then it's a good cigar. So with that, um, we are going to start with my partner on the very end, my day one, known as brother for over 20-some-odd years, probably 30, actually, now that I mentioned it, uh, Lamont Steele. So, Brother Steele, let me know, when did you first get introduced to cigars? What was your first cigar? And how did you come into being an aficionado? Well, my first experience with cigars wasn't all that pleasant, so... Started smoking cigars 
want to say around about 98, 99. Right. Started smoking cigars with my cousin. Mm-hmm. Really couldn't call it a cigar, really, because it was, uh, you know, the Kahluas, the little <laughs> tiny Kahluas, yeah. nice and sweet. Right, 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 you right. You know what I mean? So it tastes like candy, so yeah. I just kept smoking it. Anyway, uh, they kind of put me off because they were so small, they were more like a cigarette, so I was inhaling it. So I took a break. I knew better. Mm-hmm. And uh, came back the next year without my cousin. There we go. Uh, after talking to uh, the owner of the humidor that we went to, it was right off of uh, in uh, Redondo Beach, right uh-huh. off of Pearl. Yeah. So the guy said, hey, try this. Uh, it was a nice, nice little light cigar. Mm-hmm. So that's what really got me into it. Okay. And then, okay. you know, I graduated to the Maduros because now. Right, right, right. I made the mistake of uh, getting with a lot of old heads that inhaled. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Don't kill yourself. Yeah, that wasn't good for me. So, you know, I had to back off. Right, right. And go for the Maduro taste. I, mm-hmm. I love the I love the taste of the Maduros. So, all right, um, Springer. Yes, sir. What about you, sir? How did you first get introduced to cigars? Um, what was your first experience like? What was your first cigar? Oh shit! Um, my first cigar. I think I might have been 13, 14 years old. Backwood. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just you know <laughs> messing around. Can we cuss? Yeah. Okay. Fucking around with my cousin. <laughs> Terrell, rest in peace. Uh, but he's like 13, 14 years old, and he had a couple because he got them from his uncle. You know, it's always that crazy-ass uncle that got some shit that you ain't supposed to have. Right, everybody got one. <laughs> right, so yeah, uh, he got some from his uncle, and we sat there, and we smoked one one summer. And not knowing what we was doing, you know, we smoking a cigar. I'm inhaling. I don't know what I was smoking. Man. But ended up sick as hell. Reefer. Uh, Mr. Sherm. Uh, 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 <laughs> Yeah. Mr. All-Star baseball game. Right, right. Uh, well, I was from experience. sick and, and everything else. So I didn't fuck with cigars again until years later. And uh-huh. I still like, I'm, I'm a newbie. Um, I smoke one every once in a while. Whether I go to hang out with my brother, he smoke them a lot. Yeah. Um, but I, I kind of use it like when I got a long weekend or something or if I just need a little something to, little something to knock the edge off instead of drinking, I smoke a cigar and just yeah. kind of. Gotcha. Just kind of cool out. Right, so. right. Help you relax, yeah. down, unwind. Right. No, no. I, I, I smoking I, that other stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, ain't yeah. nothing wrong with it, though. Yeah. But, no, I totally get it. Brother on the far end, Kaylee, partner. Well, for me was, I was, um, I think, like, 2017 is when I started. Mm-hmm. And I was working at the J Spot, uh, the comedy club. The uh, J Spot. And then uh, next door was Dubsters. Right, 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 right. Yeah, CW. So, so me and... Dub became real good friends, so I used to sneak liquor over there to him, <laughs> right? So he said, all right, I'm like, man, what y'all, what's so good about these cigars? Because, you right. know, I don't smoke anything. Right. And one day we was talking, he said, man, smoke one. I was like, I'll smoke one. I tried it. Right. It was like 5 o'clock when I started. Mm. When I looked up, it was 9. <laughs> <laughs> Try to figure out where time went. Yeah, I was like, man, I said, oh, I said, so it's not about the smoke, it's about the peace that it brings. Yeah. Man, I ain't stopped since. I know that's right, brother. I know I, that's I, right. I have literally, for like two years straight, started uh, smoking a different cigar every day. Yeah. Right. From yeah. from low end to the point to where I would go out of town. Instead of partying, I go to cigar lounges. Yeah, yeah. So that's where it started for me, and the brotherhood is beautiful. Yes, yes it is. Yes it is. Yes it is. So, yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm yeah, here. yeah. Uh, for me, I started, I want to say, in about the same time Lamont, about 98 99 is when I started. Um, I had some old heads uh, give me a, uh, a Romeo and Juliet. Uh, and that was like my first cigar. That was all they would care. Romeo, Juliet, and Monte Cristos. And they were like, you know, you got to smoke a cigar if you're going to hang out with it. I'm like, oh, shit. And so uh, that was my journey. Uh, I started there. Um, Started graduating further up into different brands. Uh, I like the Maduros. Um, not the real strong ones, but the ones that are kind of, they got a hit to them, but not too strong. Um, the Macanudo Maduros, I really like. Uh, your brother turned me on to those really well. Um, so I'm pretty much, um, I'm on, I really like Oliva V-Series at this point. Oh, yeah, yeah those, the those my, really, right, 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 those are my go-tos. Um, if I'm going anywhere, uh, I try to grab at least one of those. Um, and whenever, whenever I go to a lounge, I try to grab one of the house sticks just to pay homage um, and go from there. But um, I'm pretty much an Oliva V guy. Um, I've been exposed to a lot of different other cigars. I still haven't tried a David off yet. I'm still not 
sold on the cachet of paying that kind of money for a cigar. Uh, went to Cuba, had a hand rolled, fresh hand rolled. I thought that was an experience in and of itself. Um, so with that, um, now um, comes the advent of inclusion and brothers coming out with their own cigar line. So um, I know of a few cigar purveyors that look like us. Um, I know um, the brother from Soul, Soul Brother Cigars, Antonio Brooks, he has his own line. As you see, my man Kaylee, he got one. Um, I think he might be calling in shortly. Uh, Ramona, can we get uh, Antonio to call in? Uh, he, I got turned on his cigars by some other members of the group. I started seeing him smoking them left and right. Like he was like the new thing out of the Cracker Jack box. And I said, I got to get my hands on one just to try one. Now, why are we smoking these if he got those? Well, that's because brother, that's because y'all don't know no better. Right, right. I'm following this man. Oh, right, right. See, and, I, and that was your second mistake. Man, look, I, I got the house cigars to pay homage to the man who let us use his house. You know, so but Antonio cigars are very, very, very good. My man uh, Abdul from the group, from the Lounge Live group, turned me on to him. He was like, bro, because every time I looked up, Abdul had like a new shipment of like 30 or 40 cigars coming in. And I'm thinking he's slinging them on the side. I'm like, Jesus, man. He's running them in the, in the truck. Right, 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 right. He over here, run, you know, bootlegging them and shit. You know, I was, so. I was like, when he start smoking cigars like right. that? <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly. I'm thinking, brother, you probably to open your own store now? Right, I'm about right. to pull up on him and get some out of the truck. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So. Um, Abdul turned me on to him. He was like, man, no, nah, these, these Maduros are really good. These TNTs are off the chain. Yes. Um, the little the, the little small nubs that he has are really good, too. I pulled up on Abdul, and he dropped me one of those. I was like, okay, I got to get one. So um, I've been following uh, Antonio Brooks on Instagram uh, and Soul Brother Cigars. His rep, uh, his L.A. rep here, uh, Ramona Burns, is here. Uh, she's looking nice and soft. As I like to affectionately call her. Um, so he's calling in right now. Antonio. Yes, hey, how you doing? I'm good, brother. How's everything, man? How's everything? Pretty good. I'm here in Miami, Florida. I'm in the lab. I'm taking care of customers, uh, putting some new things together for the for the future. Thank you, brother. We appreciate you, man. We, we love the customer service, brother. Uh, my man, Abdul, told me a lot about you, man. He's like, man, you order it, man. 24, 48 hours later, the box is in the mail at your doorstep. And that's what I'm talking about, service. Um, my man, Abdul, told me to give you a shout-out as well because um, he said he – I think – I truthfully think, man, Abdul is trying to open his own store with your cigars in it, truthfully. Every time I look up, <laughs> this brother got a shipment. And I'm like, hey, dog, this ain't – you know, th th you ain't running cocaine, dog. What's, what the hell, man? So, no, we just no, want Go ahead. I don't believe, man. I want to. I want to thank that brother because when nobody put their trust in me, um, when I started in February 29th, yeah, he was the first person on the West Coast that reached out to me and said, "Hey, let me see what you're working with." You there know what I'm saying? And um, there we go. He he cashed at me, made a list, and I got it to him. Yeah. And from that day to this one, the brother's really been um, riding with me. And humbly, I, I, I thank you. Nah, brother, they got a they got a nice you got a nice little following <clears throat> in our group, man. I mean, a lot of brothers, a lot of people and sisters in the group, man. They post up with the Soul Brother cigar, and myself included. Um, I've tried your your cigars, and man, I'm like, man, these these are good, especially the Maduros. They're not too strong, man. Not like I'm smoking a Newport or nothing like that. But it, it got a nice yeah. nice little subtle kick to it. It's really nice. Got a good draw on it. I'm really not complaining, brother. Um, I was actually at a uh, another cigar lounge, and the brother in there asked me about them. Have you heard of Soul Brother Cigars? Mind you, this was the day after I hooked up with Abdul, and he gave me one of the nubs. Uh -huh. And I was like, man, look, if you're going to get these in your spot, these are the ones you need to get. These are the ones you need to get. So That is one of my, my top sellers. Yes. Uh, it's hard to keep it in stock. Uh, the beauty of it is having a direct connection with uh, Nicaragua and Dominican Republic. Uh -huh. And uh, sometime this week, I'm probably going to, you know, land a deal with uh, Honduras. Okay. But for right now, you know, I don't like to deal with the middleman. I like to go to the source. Right, right, so, right, 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 right. So, and, let, so let me ask you this. What prompted you to start your own cigar line and really be involved with 
the, the wrapper, the, the type of tobacco, and so forth. What really prompted that one for you? Um, price gouging. And here in Miami, Florida, the moment you get out of your car and you get ready to walk into a uh, cigar shop or a lounge, and they see that you're black, right. that $8 cigar goes from $8 to almost 15 to 18 Oh, wow. Oh, wow. And the Hispanics and the Cubans in here in Miami, Florida, they was basically born into this particular business. Uh-huh. And they take over a lot of black dollars here. And I said, how hard could it be mm-hmm. to learn, you know, the whole industry and learn the game and the lead, the fillers, you know what I'm saying? Right. So I, um, long story short, I was playing poker, you know, because I play poker. Yeah. You know, quite frequently. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to a gentleman, and I told him, I said, you know, I really want to get into the cigar business, but I want to learn. Right. And he said, I have someone in Lima, Peru, that mm-hmm. you need to meet. Okay. So I told him, I said, well, you know, put it together. Let me meet him. Right. And um, he thought I was joking. He hooked me up with the guy, long story short, that following weekend, mm-hmm. I was on a plane going to Lima, Peru. I know, that's right. Got off the plane, met with the guy, and Lima, Peru is known for counterfeit money. Okay. They're, they're worldwide known for counterfeit money. Mm-hmm. And the guy thought I was there for counterfeit money. And I said, wow. no, you know, I, I want to meet the owner of the factory for the tobacco. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm here. Right. And we kept going to these different places and this and that. Excited for a road trip? Started off right with auto coverage from American Family Insurance. J.D. Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid-size insurers. Get a quote at AmFam.com. American Family Insurance. For J.D. Power 2021 award information, visit JDPower.com awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. And I, I told the driver, I said, pull a call. I got a car. And I told the dude, I said, listen, man, I don't have time to fuck around with you. Yeah. I'm here to deal with tobacco. I want to meet the man. What the fuck are we doing? Right. Excuse my French. So he goes, if you want to meet this guy, you got to go like to the jungle. You know, you got to go through some shit. I said, man, first right. of all, if you look around, we're in a fucking third world country. Right. We're like a bomb dropped in this bitch. I'm already in the jungle. Let's go. Wow. Man, it's like, like a cocaine run. Yeah, that Sunday I didn't get a chance to meet him. I flew back to Miami. Tuesday I get a call. Uh-huh. And you got 45 minutes to come to this private airport, which is Overlocker Airport in, in Miami. From my house to there is an uh, hour and 30 minutes. I got there maybe 40 minutes. Okay. So when I pulled up to the private airport, they stopped me at the gate, and I told them what I was, you know, they said, yeah, he's expecting you. So I pull in, and as I'm pulling in parking, mm-hmm. there's a private jet start taxiing over to where I was. Okay. The guy opens the door and said, come in. So I go in, I sit down. As soon as I sat down, the first thing he asked me, who do you work for? Wow. I said, what do you mean? He said, you came to Lima, Peru to meet me by yourself. You must work for some type of gang family, right. mob family, or, or something. Who do you work for? I said, I work for me. And I said, with all due respect, it is totally illegal for me to be on this plane, on this federal airport. Mm-hmm. I got two things. I got my money in my pocket, and I got a forty-five on my hip. That's I all I got. I know that's right. So he turns to the other guy that sit next to him and said, I like this dude. They said, well, what do you want to do? I said, you know, don't excuse my French, but the Cubans and the Hispanics in Miami Florida have been taking over the tobacco game for, for years. And we spent a lot of black dollars. Mm-hmm. And we're not being treated fairly. Right. And there's nobody black in this particular business. He said, for you having the courage to come meet me in Lima, Peru by yourself, mm-hmm. I'm willing to work out something for you. Okay. He told the guy to bring out cigars. He bought out like 250 different blends. Good Lord. And we sat there for four hours and smoked cigars on his private plane. Wow. And when we was done, he said, I'm going to give you an opportunity. 
you can come direct through me. You don't have to have a middleman. Right. And when I got ready to get off the plane, he said, these are for you. I said, what do you mean? He said, take all 250 of these cigars with you. So I reached in my pocket to give him my money. Uh-huh. And he said, your money, your money's no good. Just, just take the cigar. Damn. Like that. A week later, there was a um, major concert in Orlando, Florida. Mm-hmm. I took all the cigars to Orlando, Florida with me. Mm-hmm. So as I walked in the gate at 3 o'clock, started walking around. Mm-hmm. I sold all two, 250 of them for $10 a piece. You saw all two fifty. Back and say, hey. How much time? And about an hour and thirty minutes. Damn. I called him, directed, uh, you know, in Lima, Peru, and I said, "The cigars are gone." I said, "What do you mean?" I said, "All two hundred and fifty of them are gone." I sold. He said, "Well, I'm going to send somebody with some more." I said, "But I'm not home. Mm-hmm. I'm in Orlando, Florida, and that's four hours away from my house." Right. He said, "All right. Well, so when are you going to be home?" I said, "I'll be home Sunday." He said, Monday, I have somebody drop off some more cigars for me. Okay. He said, all right. So, Monday comes around, sure enough, he had somebody drop 500 cigars off to me. In Miami, you have a section of Miami called Hialeah. Right. And you have Little Havana. Mm-hmm. That's where all the Cubans are. That's where all the Hispanics live. All the rollers any industry that's dealing with the Hispanic culture is in that area. I happened to be coming through that area because I had to take us in business and I stopped at a gas station. Right. I'm pumping gas and a suburban pulls up. Five guys get out. Uh-oh. Guy walks up to me and says, who the fuck are you think that you can sell tobacco and cigars without going through us? Right, right, right. Everybody want they pay. Everybody want they I cut. Said, I said, "Excuse me." So he pulled his jacket back to let me know he was strapped, right. and the rest of the guys that was with him. So he says, "Here's my card. If you want to sell any fucking thing, you get it from me. You you deal with me." Wow. They got they got in the suburban. They pulled off. I called the big man. Mm-hmm. I said, listen, man, you know, we had this conversation. I told you that I might have a problem because I'm black. He said, what happened? I explained him what happened. He said, if you ever saw this guy again, can you point him out? I said, yeah. He said, well, I said, well, we don't have, he gave me his card. He said, take a picture of the card and send it to me. Uh-oh. I sent it to him, pumped my gas, I left. Mm-hmm. From Hialeah, to my house is 45 minutes. Right. When I pulled in my driveway, the same suburban was sitting in my driveway when I pulled up. I got out the car and I said, now you're going too fucking far. I got the car, I got my 45 in my hand and he's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I said, wait a minute, my ass, you got my front door. Right, right. It's going to go down. So he says, dude, I'm sorry. I didn't know who you was affiliated with. This and that. And I'm looking at him like, what the fuck you mean? A few minutes ago, you was trying to... Right, right, You right. were me. Right, right. So I backed up. I'm standing in my driveway when I got my gun in my hand. I pull out my phone. Make a call. And I said, listen, the dude that threatened me at the gas station, he's sitting in front of my house. He says, what did he say to you? I said, but, you know, he's apologizing to me, but he wanted, you know, he was threatening me about an hour ago. Right, 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 right. He said, no, I told him. If you don't show up at your house, I was going to have his whole family killed. Man, that's hot. That's hot. From that's hot. February the 29th to that day, I uh-huh. never had another problem. I know that's right. And we and we getting your product almost every other week. I'm buying some right nah, we, we, we appreciate it, man. We we really appreciate it. I need a care package. Exactly. Yeah. One of the brothers over here talking about he need a care package and shit. Right, 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 right. You need some... Yeah, so here's the thing, man. So the minute you send the stuff to Ramona, it don't sit too long in her in her house in her possession. So I'm, I noticed that. I'm not saying you ain't sending her enough, but she you, that's what you said. That's right, what you said. right, right, right. I'm telling you, you ain't sending her enough. Right, right. She don't know yet because I didn't pump you up so much. My boy was like, "Hey, call your call your connector, Ramona, and see what she got." Well, this is all I got left. I'm like, no, 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 no. 
Being so selfish. Right, 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 right. So you might want to keep, you know, the keep the keep the packages coming to Ramona so we can go ahead and spread the word yes, that your sticks are really, Definitely. really, Definitely. really good, brother. Yes. Now, we, we appreciate the fact that you look like us, you sound like us, and you talk right. like us. We appreciate that fact. Cause, we on the map. Yeah, yeah. There ain't too many of us out here, man, that are doing it in, th- in that capacity, that are really dealing well, with you wholesale. Know. You know, you're dealing with the man down there in the country that got this that got the tobacco yeah ain't too yeah. many of us actually actually doing that so now nah, brother i just want to tell you you know we appreciate you we appreciate all your efforts we're trying to support you as much as we can i mean i talk you up as much as i can whenever i go anywhere you know i appreciate it man i really do no nah, brother um, it, it's all love know. man it's all love brother this is what we're supposed well, to without, do Without you guys, there is no me. Um, I can't thank Ramona enough. Mm-hmm. You know, from the time that we, we sat down and we had a conversation about dealing with the West Coast. Right. And with me not being able to be in the West Coast all the time. Uh-huh. And had the pandemic not been here, I would have been in L.A. for this entire week, you know, or at least four or five days. Right, right, Really right. sit down and, and meet and greet and chop it up with everybody. Yeah. So not- we're, we're making plans to reschedule that no nah, brother you really need to do a tour when you get a chance to get out here do a tour we will definitely come support i got all the brothers over here at the table man looking up your cigars online and like okay wow this is what he got so um as we start as we stand now we're gonna have to uh, cut this a little short um ramona is your representative out here so if we need anything yeah. we'll definitely get in touch with her um, so thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you again. I cannot thank you enough, brother. We appreciate you. Uh, we appreciate all that you do. We appreciate your cigars, most importantly. And when you come out here, man, you got to let us know because I really want to put my hand in your hand and thank you personally uh, for what you've done. You know, like I said, not too many of us are out here doing it like that. Well, you know, sober cigars is, is not just a cigar. It's uh, it's beginning to be a lifestyle, you there know. So there and, a, and a major movement. And without you guys, there is no us. So with that being said, I want to thank you guys for everything that you're doing. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm looking forward to coming out there and really uh, chopping it up with you guys. Ramona's gonna set it up mm-hmm. when everything clears up. And thank you again. No, thank you, brother. Thank you, Antonio. Appreciate your time, brother. Thanks again. Okay, then. All right, take care now. Uh huh. You too. Nah. All right. Wow, the man, the urban legend on the phone, man. How often do we get to do that? Right. All right, all right. So now that we've all established that, you know, how long or how short of a time we've been smoking, um, do you guys feel that the Cigar Lounge is now the new golf course where business is now being transacted? Absolutely. Do you feel that the Cigar Lounge is the new playground for brothers to get down and sit down and actually work some deals out. Come yeah. On. Yeah, that's that that it's a um it is simply because I'm I'm a person that really don't hang out with males. Right, right. You no know, no because you know growing up in the hood, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, in certain areas you only have, you know, gang bangers, drug right. dealers. So it's not a common thing to see your brothers actually doing it. Right, right, or right. Or being successful. So, right. so me being younger and me coming in the cigar lounge thinking that I know everything. Brother, already. did you just call us old? <laughs> right. What kind of man? I just felt like I just got called old. Y'all felt, y'all feel like that? Owen darts, man. Because that's how I meant it. Because I want to feel like I'm the youngest. You know. <laughs> I want to feel like I'm the youngest. You know? right, right, I want to feel like right. the baby. Look, you weigh the last. <laughs> you got great hair. No, that's silver. That's silver. That's that experience right there. That's that silver bag. <laughs> no, so so me coming in the cigar lounge, man. I'm looking at these brothers doing it, and you know, in business and suits, and I'm right. like, man, this is where I want to be at around my right. strong black man that's actually doing it. Yes. So, uh, you know, I made a lot of connections, a lot of connections. Yes. Uh, yes. Judges, cops, yes. Uh, lawyers, yes. Fishermen, like you know, because you All think of a fisherman and like, oh, okay, fish, but right. it's a billion dollar market. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm in here to learn. I'm a, I'm a sponge, so I soak it up. Mm-hmm. So this is one of the best experiences I have ever had in my life. That's meeting sure. black brothers mm-hmm. or black, I say black gods. Yeah, a lot of people say kings, but to me, we're born gods. There we go. You know, so this is one of the best experiences I have ever had in my life. 
I don't really smoke cigars. Mm-hmm. But I started smoking cigars, mm-hmm. and I won't stop. There we go. Well, I appreciate y'all, brothers. Yeah, I no. have yet to have a negative experience. Not one time I ever had a negative experience walking into, even the first time I walked in here. Mm-hmm. First time I, you know, you introduced me to this yeah, place. So yeah. You showed up mm-hmm. before you got here. I was greeted by every single person before I even took a seat. Yeah, yeah. True. yeah. I, I didn't even get to the humidor before I met fifteen people before I even right. got to buy one right. stick. Right. And even then, you know, the conversations ensued. It was like, as soon as I sat down, two brothers came over to me, one on either side. They introduced themselves. They asked me about me and what mm. I was about. Right. And then, you know, it was, it was a positive experience. Yes, yes. So I grew up playing sports, so I've always been surrounded by a bunch of dudes. You know what I mean? So it wasn't like, uh, and, and, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm, I'm very social, you know, and I got a mouth on me, so whatever. Uh, so, so you know, with that with that being said, you know, it was it was an easy it was an easy next step right, to right, introducing right. myself to other people right. and welcoming other people to my circle. Yeah, you know I mean, because that's real easy for me to do, but I'm easy to dismiss. Right. At the same time, mm-hmm. but I can't say that coming here, mm-hmm. and I've been here four or five times already. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's always been a positive experience. Perfect. 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 Now, now that's good stuff. Um, Going back to your question, is this the new golf course that, uh, where business and deals can get done? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm, I've been to a few um, a few cigar lounges. I've never been here before, mm-hmm. and I feel like it can be. I don't know if it is. I don't. Think, I, I know it can be, um, and especially if you surround yourself with with, with brothers who's, who are here to, to kind of like unwind. You know, it might be you know a, a day after work or a long day after work or just right. on the weekend. Hanging out, yeah. I feel like it is a good place where you can just walk in, you know, grab a stick, you know, some apple juice, and yeah, just yeah, <laughs> sit yeah. down and unwind and just talk about anything and everything. Like the ones I've been to, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, the pool table, you got the you got the games on, you yeah, got a bunch of brothers just talking, and mm-hmm. you know, it's always all love. You know, I don't, you know, I, I didn't grow, I grew up middle class and up, so I don't, I don't know about all the other stuff. It was always around, but yeah, you know, for me. Um, you know, I've, I've played golf since you know, like '98. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't play good, <laughs> but I play. Right. Right. You know, so, so I'm all good. You play. Right. Yeah, I play. And, and so I, I know, I know what can happen out on a golf course, but can that be replicated here in the cigar lounge? Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, I think for for us, it's, we always need a central thing. You know, whether it's uh, sports, uh, whether it's just. Uh, rather a social uh, connection mm-hmm. or rather something like, you know, smoking on a stick. You yeah. know, we always need that central thing to bring us together. Yeah. And then once we come together and we got that central thing, anything can happen. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So, so, so if it's, if we sipping on some apple juice and smoking a stick, ain't no telling what can happen after that as far as business, as yeah. far as partnership, mm-hmm. as far as just sharing information. Yes. Anything can happen because we have that central thing. And I think that's the one thing that's always been missing with us is that let it be a central thing first and then let us build from there. Exactly. As opposed to just everybody get together and next yeah. thing you know you got chaos. Right, right, right. right. So rather, right. you know, it's a place that we could come like honestly, you know, this might be a little off the cuff, but you know, I've never had not one problem at a strip club. Because there was a central I thing. Have. Not say, I have. But, but, but as long as there's that central thing and then we can all come together and I've right. seen everybody come together yeah. and enjoy the entertainment and right. have drinks and food and enjoy the entertainment and then you know, I've talked to brothers about business there. Right. Right. But as long as it's a central thing that we can come together and then and then build from there, I think yeah. it's always a good thing. I don't care what it is. Exactly. And That's right. So cigar lounge, uh, adding a cigar lounge to one of those central things, I think is a good thing. Yeah. No. Nah. Right. No, I really think, um, I do think the cigar lounge as an entity is becoming the new golf course. Um, I know brothers uh, who come and just post up and do work here. You know, I never understood that. And I'm like, how do you come in? I understand it from now on. Right, right. I mean, I can really get used to this. I mean, sit up here with a stick and a glass of some unfiltered apple juice and really conduct some business because, like you said, is the central theme is to come and relax and have a cigar. And what I've noticed in all the cigar lines I've been. It's the man Starbucks. Man, brother, preach that. Preach that. So you come in here, everyone's high-fiving you. Hey, brother, how's it going? Slapping hands, giving pounds, giving daps. And everyone's really speaking to you as a man. Right. Not at you. You know, how you doing? What's your day like today? Right. Brother, I'll never forget. I remember I came in here one time before the the, the remodel. My uh, daughter was at dance class down the street. 
And I came in here, I figured, okay, I got some time to kill. I can come in and have a stick, watch the game, relax. Man, I had one of these Maduros almost put me out. I'm sitting up here <laughs> nodding like a hitting like a baby. What Shit. cigar was it? It was an Oliva V Maduro, and it was chin to chest music after that. Mm-hmm. And then next thing I know, the brother telling me, "Nah, man, you can go ahead and go to sleep if you want. Ain't no problem." I'm like, "Nah, man, I'll leave my daughter there. I didn't forget my daughter's at that damn dance class, man." <laughs> but uh, I have nothing but good experiences coming to cigar lounges, uh, especially this one. Um, everyone's cordial. Everyone's happy to see you. Everyone's giving you just that genuine respect that that we all deserve you know and i I don't think that happens uh, often enough okay you know and i and i agree with you that this can be the new vehicle by which deals are done deals are made friendships are fostered business relationships are fostered and cultivated you know um and then this opens up to opens you up to a whole new network right because when you come here you have every walk of life in here that enjoy appreciate and appreciates a good cigar. You know this, right. this apple juice has water in it, right? Make it some apple juice. <laughs> so what I've learned is that, you know, don't judge a book by its cover. Mm-hmm. You can definitely learn a lot coming in here, even for the novice. Um, but you meet all kinds of walks of life in here. You know, just sitting at this table alone, you have everybody here who represents a different facet Right. Of, of our community that does that does different things, cold. you know. Um, we like to thank Miss Dinah Sampson as our, yeah, our lovely hostess, hostess this evening. Right, right. The, thank you, uh, right. Dinah. Can I get that then? You know, you know what to say about the um, cigar. No, I did not know. Um, it's a whole lot of women that smoke cigars, brother. Yeah. Preach I did not know that. That. I did not know that. Oh my God! We got a couple of funny looking ones oh, in here, but oh, no, we got no, some no. nice looking ones, right? You know, we, we got some in the peanut gallery <laughs> over here. We got some funny looking ones in here, but right, baby, right, 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 right. I don't, I don't know nothing, man. Yes, it's it, man. Bro, it's some, I'm talking about not just it's some grown, grown, yeah, yeah. grown, yeah. yes. I have you here, grown. All of all of them got poodles and poodles and shit. Right, right, you know what I'm saying? So. Right, you know, yeah, they in the here. Right, they right. They talk about some retirement. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, no, I've noticed that too. That a lot of sisters are getting involved in the cigar life. And as I sit here and say this, uh, I think about my cousin over in Lawrenceville, Georgia. She has her own cigar lounge. What is it called? Um, don't give me the lie to you. She gonna hate me when I say this. When she hear this too, I'm gonna tell her. Man, don't know. <laughs> no, let me um, know. No, nah, nah, She goes by Ty Crin on uh, Facebook and okay. uh, Instagram, and she ain't but five one, man. But uh, that's that's, a, that's she, the ones that really hurt you, brother. <laughs> man, man, chin to chest, brother. Man, from the chest to the hip, from the yeah. to the chin. That's the up on you. Right, yeah. right, right. She um, be all in your shoe. Oh, brother. No, no. Man, she really. Don't underestimate it. Right, right, right. She really impressed me with her cigar knowledge. Um, her able to pair. I didn't realize that in in in, in Georgia. <laughs> I got fucking heckling Jekyll over here. That in Georgia you can get a certificate to, that actually shows you how to pair cigars with different foods and so forth. I had no idea. Right? It's a trip. Uh, going off of that, I was in Atlanta. This is about two about two years ago and I went to a cigar lounge and I ended up me- meeting uh, what's the dude name he the most whispering dude in all of Hollywood the black dude played Chauncey on uh, Minister Society I know you're talking about yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, what's his okay. name you know I, what I'm talking about yeah uh, but yeah I met him we sat there and had a long conversation but like, Pinky Pinky right all right. Yeah. But and it's a trip but you know that you know I could see him out here and we never talked. Right. But in that cigar lounge, we sat to have a conversation for an hour. I left the party I was with. Yeah. And ended up talking to him for about an hour at the bar, just smoking on a stick. Yeah. Having yeah. some drink. Yeah. You know, yeah. and just talking about anything and everything. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, I mean, to your point, the, the cigar lounge is, is really a place where it's, it's like the subway in New York. You know, like the, you know, in New York, the subway, everybody gets on it. Yeah. So, you know, you can be a, a hedge fund manager. And you can right. be a bum, but everybody got to get on that subway. That's right. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the same thing with the cigar lounge. Like, you know what? You might be, like you said, that judge. Right. You might be a judge, but then you walk into a cigar lounge and everybody's just the same. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's and, here and, for and, a stick. And, and then it just goes, yeah. it goes into conversation. 
and it don't matter who you are, it don't matter what you do. Mm-hmm. You know, you can come in and you find that commonality over that stick, yeah. and some apple juice, man, and then and everybody's kind of on an even right. field, yeah, exactly. You know, so I'm not judging you based upon. Also, oh, what do you do? Right, right, you know, right. It, it ain't none of that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's, right. it's all about what you're smoking on. Yeah, yes. and then we can talk about that. Yeah, you right. know, and it, what you're smoking smoking on is more important. And who you are and what you do, yeah. right. it's just that commonality. Yeah. So, like a, a cat who, you know, I've done stuff in, in Hollywood and worked in po- post production, but I was on the side of a, of a worker as opposed to uh, talent. Right? Yeah. And so, talent's gonna always separate itself from from the actual uh, the worker or yeah. operations. But walking into that cigar lounge, you know, everybody's he, on the same page. Everybody on the same page. Yeah. And so that yeah. and so. Any situation like that is always, to me, a good thing. Yeah. Because you got commonality and, and it, and it mm-hmm. brings people off their high horse. Like, dude, he got how many different, you know, uh, credits on IMDb? Almost, a, almost right. 100. But when he walked in there, he was normal. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So, that, so that's yeah. a good thing. That's always yeah. a good thing. Yeah. I, um, I, rene- I know the name of the one um, cigar lounge I went to. It was called Firehouse. And the, uh, the owner, husband and wife, her name was Courtney. I forget what... The husband, they just call him chief. But I went out there, and for the first time, you know, they treated me like family. You know, and it's cool when you walk up and the brothers just extend their hand to you. Mm-hmm. Just, hey, what's happening? How you doing? You know, how long you in town for? I tell you what, get your stick, it's on me. You know, you visit. Yeah, you know. did that to me this, today, so sure. Well, well, yeah, brother, but I invited you down. What you expect? Right. I mean, you know. I, wait I, a minute, I, hold I up. Wait, wait, wait. What I miss? <laughs> Nothing. No, 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 no. Wait a minute. What I miss? Huh? See, see, see. I was trying to get money in trouble. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, you know, like you said, my apple juice. Right, 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 right. The hospitality was extended all over a stick. Yeah, right, right. Essentially, essentially, it's Friday evening. You know, everybody is done with work for the day or whatever they had going on, and it's just it's it's love. We here, you know, we sharing. We broadcasting. Yeah. We, we, we talking shit. They right. sticks on you? Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm that's that's saying. Right. That's, that's what I'm talking right. to you, Kevin. Okay. Yeah, I got y'all. Okay. I no, got y'all. What thing, thing, thing. <laughs> I got y'all. Man. Man. So now, now that we've established, you know, you know, our level of experience as far as smoking cigars um, and what we see as the new, quote unquote, golf course where business deals can be transacted relationships can be cultivated just solely based on what you're smoking why right. do you like it uh how long you've been smoking and so forth now with that and as we see sisters that are really getting involved in this not so much just to walk around and look cute that's right but actually can tell you about a cigar and why they like that chosen cigar right you know right um i'm a part of a couple of different groups uh on facebook and oh you've been cheating Right, oh, okay. and uh, <laughs> and you see sisters really, you know, and they so they go live and they post videos of the cigars they're smoking, and they really are knowledgeable. And I hate to sound like I'm shocked, but they really are knowledgeable about what they're doing, and it's kind of cool to see that. And I think it's uh, attractive at the same time to see a sister who really knows what she's doing, as opposed to ooh, just give me the one that tastes good. You know, I think that's actually cool. Yeah, it is, and. It's funny because I will not talk to a woman that smokes cigars. I mean, not no c- cigarettes. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Cigarettes, I'd be like, ugh, you know. Just smoke uh, the booze uh, and shit. Uh, you ain't fucking with her. Nah, but when it comes to when it comes to a cigar, I know she about that life. Right. I know I know she about her business. She I know she's been. Newport, I know she been in places. You know what I mean? Right. So, nah, right. So right. it's a level of uh, culture, kind of. Yeah. So to speak. Absolutely. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. I. <laughs> I totally agree. I totally agree. Nah, but like all the cigar lounges that I've been to, I've been to uh, cigar lounges in Vegas, Atlanta, uh, here, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, now, you, you do see a nice mix of, of sisters out there that's, mm-hmm. that's pulling on a cigar. And, and like I said, I'm a newbie, so I don't know a whole lot about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm, I'm always with somebody that, mm-hmm. that knows something about it. Mm-hmm. So for me, I don't, you know, they, more, they know more than me because I don't really do this. Right, 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 right. But uh, right now, I'm feeling hella good. Off this apple juice and cigars. So. You, you're yeah. welcome. Right. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, no worries. No worries. No worries. I'd feel better if someone bought me my first two. <laughs> like I said, I was invited, but you know. <laughs> well, you got the house cigars. Mm. I didn't get that. I got, I got something else. Bro. No, yeah. I didn't get the house. I got the Soul Brothers cigar I thought right this, here. Well, I'm, I'm talking, you know. Yeah, I'm not a hand model, but you know, you know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, so <laughs> now, as we as we talk about this, and we you know we got the sisters that are now doing this, and we we all consider this to uh, it can lead to uh, good business cultivation because of the cigar lounge and right. and just the environment that 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 it leads. And I found too that in all the cigar lounges that I've been to, the ones that are black owned or not, right, there's still an underlining. Theme, theme when you walk in right, right. Um, I've gone to some and you walk in and everyone's literally speaking to you you know I've gone to one in El Segundo I've gone to one in Bellflower and everyone speaks right you know, to, Every- your, to your point Brian I was uh, I was working in shutdown mm-hmm. and well you know what I do yeah. anyway so I was working in shutdown in an unfamiliar area what's mm-hmm. shutdown okay so here we go I'm a pipeline mechanic right okay so sure, I wish I'd have known that a couple uh, days ago. What we do is we, we shut down miles of pipe to uh, it's um, infrastructure. So basically we, we reinforce that infrastructure. So every year there's a four-month period where we dump all the water, put it in aquifers and whatnot, and then we go in and basically we reline those pipes. We, we, we basically uh, reinforce that line, that pipeline. So we were in the valley uh, and... Uh, I walked into a cigar lounge because I was at work and I was working, you know, uh, I worked 16-hour shifts during these shutdowns. And, look, we have some downtime. So, basically, since I had that downtime, I wanted to go pick up some sticks. And my, my, my go-to, like I said earlier, is the Libra Bees. I went to uh, a cigar lounge out in the valley, and uh, it's just a random spot. They were open. It's like 9 o'clock. Right. They were open. And they're all Ar- Ar- Armenians. Nine o'clock. Nine o'clock at night. Oh, okay. Wow. Shit. They're Armenians. I walked in. They were watching boxing. I walked in to go you buy some your, cigars. You had your, your I, was, I was all dressed in yellow and yeah. the whole nine yards. Right, I was right. dirty as all hell. Right. And they cared not not one bit. Right. I walked in the door. The guy greeted me when I walked in. I went to the humidor. I bought three cigars. The dudes moved over. So they, they could offer me a seat so I could sit there and watch boxing with them. Never met them a day in my life. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's why I love one, it. Not one minute. And they offered me a seat. They went, and then we were sitting there talking about boxing. Yeah. I stayed there for 15 minutes longer than I was supposed to. Right, right, right. An hour later, I went, I went and smoked a whole cigar and then started on the second one. Walked out the door. Yeah. You know, went back to work. Yeah. You know what I mean? But still, that, that cigar smoking culture goes beyond race. Yes. That's right. Yes, it does. You know what I mean? Yes, so, you know, they, they proceeded to tell me about themselves. They asked me what do I do. They saw that I was. Right, right. I mean, I'd been working, you know, 10 hours at that point. Mm-hmm. Right. And so they didn't really care. Didn't ask me who I was. Didn't ask me any of that stuff. They just, you know, offered me a seat because they felt that out. They thought maybe I would have been tired because I've been working all day. You right. Commonality. You know? Exactly. Right. right. And so, you know, conversation ensued. You know, I had a great time. Yeah. You know? I walked out, didn't pay for not one cigar. I know that's oh, right. Oh shit! I know they that's gave right. me all three of them. Sat there, had great conversation, went back to work. Yeah, went there the next day, patronized their business, bought a whole case. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Retail. Um, I wish I hadn't, you know, but you know, I did what I had to do. Right. Yeah. I, I, I'm a fan of uh, Oliva V, so yeah. I had to do there we it, go. So. There we go. Um, for me, this lighter actually has a, a story behind it. Um, I got this lighter when I lived in Vegas. You stole uh, it. No, I didn't steal it this time. Um, you live, time. Hold on, where you live in Vegas? Man, I lived in Vegas from 2002 to 2009. And you missed out. Man, really? <laughs> man. I, that's when I was cooking for a living. Five star, four diamond, the whole bit. Okay, okay. So, at the time... So, you um, make sangria and cook. Right? Man, man. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, at the, the cooking part. At, at the time... Motherfucker, if you don't, shut up. <laughs> at the time, my financial guy... Was like, hey Brian, let's go down to Havana West. It was a cigar lounge over uh, uh, in Vegas on the, I want to say on the east side of town, east side of Las Vegas, on the other side of Las Vegas Boulevard. And he invited me to their Christmas party. Mm-hmm. Cigar lounge wasn't really big. It was a decent, I mean, average size cigar lounge. This was the door prize I won my first time there when I walked in. That's right. This is about a, from what I understand, this is about a fifty or sixty dollar lighter. Uh huh. And the man gave it to me the minute I walked in. Where's this at again? 
Right, right, I'm right. Tired them, <laughs> right. I'm tired of using them dicks. Right, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, right, 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 right. right. And they get the hot wig and right, 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 right. So for me, this was bend over and shit. Right, right. <laughs> uh, for me, so this has yeah, has some oh, some real. This oh has some goodness. real uh, uh, sentimental value as far as my true first experience of, of, of how the love is just spread when you go to a cigar lounge. Again, this cat does a Christmas party and they don't care who you are, you show up. I won a door prize of a 50 or $60 lighter that I've had since I wanna say 2005. Right. You know, right. I've refilled it over and over, never had any issues with it. And I love it. I love telling the story about how I got it at a right. Christmas party at a cigar lounge. Comes the eat, third time I heard that story. Eating, you, this is the fourth time now, motherfucker. Um, eat, come and eat and drink. I mean, what place do you know that lets you bring in food and store your your high quality apple juice? Any place that tries. Any to feed place, you. right? And what I've and what I've learned too. When you go to some of these lounges. Some of these cats will sit there and break bread with you right there on the spot. That's right. Have not met you from, That's don't right. know you from Adam. Right. That's hey, right. brother, you got an empty glass? Get you a glass, man. I got something over here for That's you. Right. I, what? I think, I think there's another story there, though, Uh-oh. to be honest with you. Um, and, and just bring it back to business. And, I, you know, excuse me if I'm infringing on your story or, or the nah, brother, go this, ahead. Go this ahead. Podcast. I heard it before. Don't worry about it. But, but my whole thing is that, you know, I think the more and more that we put ourselves in situations that we are around not only ourselves but different people. Yes. I think the more and more we'll find out, the more we, that we have more in common with each other than we, we think or we know. Right. But I think it comes back to that central thing because it comes back to that Christmas party. Yeah. That comes back to a lighter. That comes back to, to a cigar line. Yeah. So it's all about commonality. Yes. Um, and, I mean, you know, we're kind of in the same business, right? Yeah. And so... Um, what business the, is that? Finance, wealth management. Yeah. Retirement planning. Helping you make money. And, and helping you save money. Know. Helping your money make money. There you, you know go. I'm talking about helping your shoulders. I got $40, you right. know. Hey, 40 can turn into 80. See, hey. That's the whole thing. Man. I need 82. Man. Hey. <laughs> well, 80 can turn into 160. Right, right. We'll turn that 160 into 320. It's all about growing that money. Yeah. See, this is what I'm talking about because I'm going to come to y'all because I'm, I'm a shoebox guy. Right. So. Yeah, no, no, no. You know, so. Well, as long as something in the shoebox, we are all right. Oh, it's something in the shoebox. So, look, look, hey, Jordan. But, but, see, but, but, but see, but that's the whole thing. You know, you can't have those conversations if you ain't around the people to have those conversations That's right. With. That's right. And right. As, as long as you, in, like, you, when you have that central thing, like, uh, Brian, for you, you got that lighter, right? Yeah. And you got that story. That story, like, my man right here has heard the story four times, right? But every time you go to a, a, a different cigar lounge, you got that story. And as soon as you tell that story, you have commonality to whoever's on the other side of that table. Yes. Or in that, or in that cigar lounge, right? right? And so now we can talk about other things after we tell that story. Exactly. But we got to put ourselves. I'm, I'm normally a homebody. I ain't supposed to be here right now. Right. I got off, I got off at five to drive down here. You're right? supposed to be home at six. Listen, by by six o'clock I'm on the couch, so I'm a homebody. Like Eddie but, Murphy, huh? Right. Literally, so you like you got to tell yourself. Sit well, on the couch. I'm, I'm just telling you what it is. <laughs> but, but, but you got his money to sit on the couch. But, but what it is is that like coming down here. You know, I'd have hooked up with people who I only see online. Right. That's right. And so now we talking. You know. We've been doing the lounge life thing. I've been doing it for, for years, coming from the other group, whatever, right? But I very rarely see the lounge life people, right? Yeah. But here we are right now right, right, talking right. in person, and everybody know everybody has a network. Yeah, that's right. right? Yeah. And yep. so that network extends the more you put yourself out and put yourself in situations right. where you can talk to other people. There you go. You know, And so that's what it's all about. It's about networking. It's about commonality. It's about putting yourself in situations where you can be, where you can grow. Yeah. You know, and yeah. if, if I can add this to my repertoire and my network, shit, ain't no telling who I can meet. I ain't that's met right. no judges. I don't know no judges. Yeah. 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 The only judges I've seen is the ones that was telling me guilty for that traffic ticket. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I, ain't, I ain't met no judges uh, no other time. Right, you know right, right, right. But my right. man that met judges yeah. based on a cigar, shit, I'm trying to meet some judges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, it's it's like you know, do I got a day in my in my week where I can hit a cigar lounge and and, and broaden my network? Absolutely, I do. Yeah. And if, if it got to be over a stick, that's what it is. Hey, man, sometimes it takes just 
you know, a stick, a Soul Brother cigar and a Leva V, a Romeo and Julieta or whatever, or a Davidoff. Right. Next thing you know, you chopping it up with a CEO or an right. uh, A-level executive at some firm or whatever. Right. And, and y'all just really chopping it up about life. Right. And so when I get my care package of the one that, that y'all smoking, <laughs> then I got a story oh, to tell. Yeah, right, right, right. We got like, you like, tonight. what is that? Right. And right. I, I can go into my got, story on what it is. We got you tonight. Yeah. You know, I, I so got you. Need, you needed Brian to introduce you to that. Right. Right. We got you. We exactly. got you tonight, brother. And, and so that's but that's what it is. So now I got a story. So I walk in with the with the red, black, and green. Right? Mm -hmm. okay. It's like what is that? I might have an extra it's one lovely. on me. There I you know, go. I know I got Ramona to give me some more, so there I, can, I can pass one to him. Right. He can pull on it. This is pretty good. I got the connect. There you go. That's a that's a business contact. Yeah, yep. exactly. Going back to what you said about is this the new golf course? Yeah. You know, if you want to call it for the black man, well, yeah, sure. It's the new golf course for the black man. Yeah, yeah, you know? no, so, no, seriously. But it's all about making connections and, and building. And if it's if it's over a stick, mm -hmm. and some apple juice is over a stick, and some apple juice. Yeah, and that's yeah. and that's something that was good for me because I I've been in club scene for like twenty years. Mm -hmm. Right. So when I, so, when, so when I got into the cigars, damn Century Club. Yeah, man, I've, I've been oh, I've been in man, yeah I ain't, I've been in club like like tough tough right. Like, all over the world. Damn. All so right. so when I started smoking cigars, um, instead of going to clubs and parties, mm -hmm. I started going to cigar lounges in other states. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So soon, so it's a lot of times I walked in like Shelly back door in uh, DC. Right. Uh, other cigars in Kansas City, mm -hmm. and I actually know somebody mm -hmm. that I seen in LA. Come on, there we go. So then I built relationships. Now when I go to other states, they know you. I don't. I, I'm a loner. So yeah. I, I travel a lot by myself. Yeah. So when I go to other states, I can call him, but hey, I'm coming out there. Man, I met a guy one time that was the head of security for the NBA oh, in New York. Shit. Wow. He I came, didn't hang with you. Hey, he came, he came to the Dubsters. He came to, man, Mayor Giuliani came into the Dubsters. And no, he didn't. Out. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Because it's right by the airport. Right, right, right. right. So it was right by the, the airport. Central. So, you know, I made a lot of connections. So now when I travel, man, I go straight to the cigar lounge. You just, yeah. you done helped my life, man. Man, man, you straight don't know who you Straight to the cigar lounge. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, every time I travel, put the cigar lounge or just look one up. Yeah. Uh -huh. and, and make sure you hit the spot and yeah. see what's up. See what's in there. Yeah. yeah it, man, you know? it's, it's a it's a man. It's really a beautiful thing because now I got a friend that's turning fifty tomorrow. He's a uh, he's a painter out of Louisville. Uh -huh. But he's a he's a painter and he's a uh, motivational speaker. Okay. And he's he's not black. He's white. Right. But our bond from meeting him in D.C. Man, it's unbreakable. Okay. Yeah. It's unbreakable. Yeah. So when I go to Louisville or Chicago, I right. call him up. Right, right. We go hang out and I meet all these other people. Right. And, you know, once you start talking, you start learning about, you know, what each other is doing. Yeah. And, man, it's helped me out a lot. No, no, no. That's I, good stuff. Yeah, exactly. 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 I find that this is a good way, a good uh, venue to expand your network because you never know who you're going to meet. Uh, it's always good to know people in different lines of business. I mean, just sitting here at this table alone, you know, there are different people in different lines of business. I didn't know Lamont was a general contractor. I thought that was your boy. Was I mean, no, no, he is. He is. Don't get me wrong. He is. But he does so so many things outside of just what his nine to five job pays. Right. You know, and Absolutely. so he's done he's done work for my mom. Right. You know, like I said, I wish I'd have known earlier. I, I had a, 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 you know, and I don't know that he would do he could do this. Right. But. I had a, uh, my main line for my, my plumbing went out. So let's say he don't do that, right? Mm -hmm. But he might know somebody who do. Brother, right. we and, uh, sure do. And it's, we, not, it's not about who, it's, it's not about like, a connection. right. Mm -hmm. And that, that's always. my whole thing. It's like, you know, so for, for me, I help anybody and everybody with they, with they finances, you know, with investing. I'll help anybody because it's not about that person who I'm helping. I don't know who that person who I'm helping knows. Exactly. Right. And if, if broadening your, uh, your network is is your is your goal then the person who knows the person is the most important thing yeah you know mm -hmm. you don't know who somebody knows you don't know who you don't know what they have right right, right. And, and if that's not your main objective is if help is your main objective then just helping that one person you don't know who that person knows your network can expand like exponentially exactly just like that exactly over, all over a stick over a stick yeah right. yeah. Absolutely. yeah yeah no so with that, we're going to go ahead and start wrapping this up. Um, we appreciate uh, Aaron here at LA Lounge again for giving yeah, us the time lot, and the space thanks, Aaron. for us to uh, go ahead and, and uh, parlay and talk. Um, again, this is Lounge Life After Dark. I'm Lounge Life is yeah, After Dark. Uh, 
We sit here with uh, Kaylee, Marcus, and Lamont, and myself, your host. We're doing this next uh, week. Brian will be back next week. <laughs> we might not be talking to y'all, but we're going to be back. Right, we're going to be back here next week. Um, Come sit down, brother. Oop. Come sit down, man. Come sit down. Come sit down, brother. Yeah. This man in the house. Yeah. Come, come introduce yourself. Yeah. Come introduce yourself. Come introduce yourself as we wrap this up. I'm gonna need you to take. Not much, brother. What's going on? You tell me, brother. That's right. That's right. That's right, brother. What's your name? Dino. Dino. Yeah, Dino. Dino. All right. What do you do, Dino? Um, Go yes, ahead. <laughs> All right, now, hey, hey, now, hey, now, now. plug that. Hey, what's the address? Twenty five, twenty one West Manchester Boulevard. Yes, sir. Inglewood, California. Just you know what e- e- yeah. East right. of uh. Twenty five, twenty one West Manchester Boulevard, Inglewood, California, on the corner of Manchester and Fifth. There we go. Us. The e- coolest East of, building. East of Crenshaw, right? Yes, sir. Yes, yes sir. sir. The, the, the yeah. best building on the block. That's <laughs> right. That's right. Yeah, that's we're, right. We're a membership only um, mm-hmm. lounge, uh, private. Not open to the public because actually, like I said, what we're trying to do is reinstitute a brand. Yes. And that's, like I said, with cigar cultures. Yes. Cigar is all about the culture. Right now, we have people that's trenders, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. What they do is they want to smoke the latest label. Right, right. We're right, down right. here, we're actually teaching people the etiquette there of we go. cigar smoking. And also, you know what I'm saying? We're the largest black owned lounge in South California. We have over 2,900 square feet. Of lounging space. There lounging we go. Space for different rooms. There we go. And all our members, most of all, like I said, we operate by Creed down here. Yeah. <clears throat> because the brand that we're building, we want that brand to be upstanding, not only inside the building, but outside the building yes, also. Sir. So all our members, what they do, they'll buy by the Creed of LA Lounge. And that Creed is to gather a group of like minded individuals Come on. that's dedicated to loyalty commitment, respect, and Amen. unification. There we go. The mindset of economical progression Come on. the ultimate goal of building our community. Oh, that That's the brand that we build building inside Man. the building and outside the building. Damn, so brother, somebody... where is the collection plate? Right. <laughs> where is the collection right, plate, man, brother? Thing is, we, don't, we, want, we want to collect great souls. Yes, sir. That's yes, what sir. we're looking to do, collect yes, great sir. souls. So when you say that you're LALM, which is LA Lounge members, there we go. they know that that's a brand that's upstanding and know your upstanding brother or sister you know what I'm saying? You're doing things in the community. There we go. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Do, do you guys have like classes, anything to kind of teach the, the beginner like myself? Yes, on sir. what they smoking on? Yes, and, sir. And what they pulling on? I do that every day. You know okay. what I'm saying? That's like some folks tell, ask me, man, like, how many days you open? Or like, how many days I smoke? There you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Aaron over there laughing. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but, it, but it's all about growing. And, it's and, all and about growing. And that's the whole thing. As, yeah. And as we know, the reset button has been pushed. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. see what's going on. Yes. Uh, in the, not only in the United States and across the globe, you yes, know what I'm saying? And since that button has been pushed, it's time for us as African Americans to come together and build something up an echelon that we have that we're proud of, that we go. can be proud yeah. of. Yes. That, you know what I'm saying? Like I say, when folks hear about it nationwide, when they come to LA Lounge, you know what I'm saying? I, I, me and my partner, Aaron, what we say is this building is going to be historical. Yeah. And the things that come out of it is going to be iconic. Yes, yes. I, I got to yes, thank that. you guys, man, because I, I would have I never come. I would have never known. I'm not going to say I've never come. Right. I would have never known if it wasn't for the Lounge Life group, uh, for, for Brian, uh, hit me up and asking me to come. Mm-hmm. And my whole thing, I've always made an excuse on not to do something. Right. But my whole thing is I had to make it. I had to make an excuse to do something tonight. Yeah, and, and so I, I brought myself. I came down. I want to be part. I want to. I, I want to grow. Mm-hmm. I want to meet more people. Mm-hmm. And what better way to do that than to come down to your spot? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what this Be with like-minded yeah. individuals. Oh yeah. And like you said, it's all about growing and building. Oh yeah, we so, have we have some powerful figures underneath this roof. Man. Oh yeah, no, I we believe have it. some powerful figures it. underneath this roof. So this the hub, man. This yeah. where it starts off at. There you go. The reset button has been pressed. It has been. If you actually want to change, because the thing about it, it ain't about us. We in the second half of our lives. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. Yeah. We we talking about well, building legacy. Well, I'm still legacy. on the first half. <laughs> <laughs> we talking about building legacies for our kids. There kids, you go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 150 yeah. years down the line. You know what I'm saying? Our kids, yeah, our pictures on the wall. Yeah. Our pictures on the wall, and you know what I'm saying? That part. There we go. There we go. All right, with that, we're going to go ahead and close this out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like to thank everybody for coming out. Thanks for the patrons of LA Live. Thanks for the management and staff here at LA Live, yes, Aaron, Dino, and all the rest of the owners here. I'd like to thank the, the members here at uh, LA Lounge for allowing us to occupy a little bit of space and time. I'd like to thank uh, my guest panels, Brothers of the Leaf, Lamont Steele, Marcus Springer, Kaylee Sinatra. Brother, yes, Mr. Mr. Himself. 
Uh, I'd like to thank the uh, the impeccable Soul Brothers Cigars, uh, Antonio Brooks. Thank you for speaking with us and giving us time. Ramona Burns, thank you again, sweetheart. Thank you, thank you for blessing us with thank some sticks. Uh, Dinah, again, thank you, sweetheart. Thank you, precious. Always. Thank, thank our give uh, some shouts out to our engineer, Mr. Ben Ready, brother. Ben. You stay ready if you ain't got to get ready. I hear that. Right. Um, on that note, we'd like to close this out for Lounge After Dark. Thank you again. Thank you again. We'll That's see you guys right. next week. Thank you. All right. Changes just being a bona fide